0: Hi, guys. Today's episode of Really Obsessed is brought to you by WAVE, and that's
1: W-E-Y-V. Our very first sponsor. We're very excited.
0: And it's an app. It is an app. So tell me more about WAVE. So it's a place that brings music, magazines, and soon podcasts all in one place, and your friends can join WAVE as well, so you can share it all with each other. Like, okay. for instance, on the way to the studio today, I was, lis- I was sorry, listening to Lady Gaga, and reading the new InStyle and it's not like you go to InStyle.com and click on the individual articles. It's the full experience of like the laid out pages which I love of magazines. And I really miss. Yeah, I feel like I don't do that enough. And um, they've got so many other magazines. There's like People, People's Style, Travel and Leisure, Money, if you are good with money. (laughs) 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 If you're not good with money,
1: you can become good with money by reading the magazine there.
0: Yeah, and then luckily all the magazines and music can be downloaded to your device. So that's coming in handy for me when I'm stuck on the subway with no Wi-Fi in between
1: tunnels. Exactly. I just love that everything is in one place. Like, you get on the subway, you're ready for your your commute, you pull up an article, you pull up music, you listen to a podcast. Who knows? Who knows who you're listening to? Yeah,
0: seriously. So... Listeners of Royally Obsessed can try Wave for free. All you have to do is sign up at wave.com. That's W-E-Y-V.com and enter promo code ROYAL and then download Wave at the App Store or Google Play and then
1: sign in and enjoy. Yeah, that's wave, W-E-Y-V.com and enter promo code ROYAL. And now onto the pod.
0: rise for their majesties of royally obsessed the podcast for all
1: things royals stand by three cheers for her majesty the queen
0: hi guys welcome back to royally obsessed i'm lisa ryan and i'm caitlin menza and it's your time for your weekly update on all the royal news that you need to know Uh, make sure to follow us on instagram at royally obsessed podcast and please join our facebook group royally obsessed we're into it yeah yeah love that space yeah come hang out and also, subscribe to the podcast and please leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. As we've said many times, we read every single one of those reviews, so compliments
1: are appreciated. <laughs> Encouragement.
0: Yeah, and then you can also send us an old-fashioned email at info at And this week, we have a royal refreshment. I hope you're ready because it is the classiest royal refreshment. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail.
1: It's some beer. It's just some beer. It's some beer we found lying around. It's a wolf pup session IPA. Yeah, and when we
0: opened it, they all, like, exploded. So yeah. we're also covered in beer. Yeah. Woo! It's a very beer-focused episode. I hope you guys are ready for that.
1: I don't know that that's entirely true, but it's this one is made in Los Angeles, so they went to the royals have been to los angeles um megan's from there oh there you go okay good
0: oh yes we're drinking this because of megan it's not it's not a coincidence that's completely why (laughs) excellent and so this week we have a very very packed episode uh first we're talking about megan's solo endeavors so many of them (laughs) so many Good grief and then will and kate and the kids went
1: to a wedding and looked adorable and then there's a documentary about the queen Yes, I watch every single one that's on Netflix. I'm always ready for another one. Yes, but first, we need to tell you guys why we have such a jam-packed episode. Yes, so... Um- as we mentioned last episode, uh, we recorded a couple of days early because I was going to be traveling for work. So I, Caitlin, hi, uh, <laughs> just the other person. <laughs> yeah, in case you haven't memorized the sound of my voice, um, I was in Serbia last week because, as you guys know, both Lisa and I are writers, and I'm a travel writer sometimes. And so I was in Serbia for an assignment, which was really fun and really cool. It's a really fascinating country. Um, I'm also part Serbian, so it was really fun to explore that aspect of my heritage. And so Happy for you. Yes. Uh, so story uh, is upcoming and look out for that. But the wackiest thing happened. I'm still honestly overwhelmed To talk about it? Okay. So we're on the final day and I was traveling there with the Serbian tourism board. They arranged all of my tours while I was there and made sure I could see everything and um, the most important sites in the country. And on the final day, um, I was there with other journalists and we were discussing Royally Obsessed. And um, the tour guide said, wait, can you tell me about this podcast? Because podcasts aren't really big in Serbia. So I explained, oh, I have this podcast where I talk about the British royal family. And he said, oh, would you like to meet the Serbian royal family? Oh, my God. <laughs> we, were at, we were at lunch. I had just consumed my body weight in meat because that's a very popular activity in Serbia. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he just takes out his phone and starts making phone calls. And he says that the Crown Prince Alexander of Yugoslavia it loves press and loves talking to people and is very casual. And maybe he would have me over this afternoon where we could talk about the royals. And so I don't know a lot about the crown prince of Yugoslavia. So I start frantically researching and I'm just to set the scene, again, I'm, I'm full of meat, and I'm, I'm wearing an H&M dress <laughs> that buttons down the front, and the top two buttons keep popping open and revealing my bra.
0: So sexy and affordable.
1: <laughs> Just like if Meghan Markle met him. And then I'm wearing Gap sandals, and my pedicure is chipped. Mm-hmm. So... This is not the state of mind in which I want to meet any royal family member. So I start p- absolutely panicking. I'm honestly getting lightheaded just at the memory. And we had some Wi Fi. So I'm frantically like researching him. So, because I don't want to insult him, I want to leave a good impression. And he honestly has a fascinating life. So, He's 70 years old. He was born in the UK during World War II. His parents were essentially hiding from the Nazis because Nazis invaded Yugoslavia. And so they, uh, the royal family stayed in London throughout most of World War II. And he was born in claridge's hotel and so of course you have to be well i guess it depends on the country but it's sort of like being the president of the united states you have to be born on the property in which you will reign so the this is maybe a rumor maybe not but apparently winston churchill made the queen of yugoslavia's hotel room yugoslav territory (laughs) while she was in labor so that he could officially be born in yugoslavia so he was um so he was born in the uk and he grew up there and he has a an, a British accent, which is so interesting to me. And then um, uh, Queen Elizabeth II was his god, is his godmother. That's so crazy. She was there for his christening. So that's just like, it was so interesting. He has so many connections to the British royals. And he also, he didn't go to Meghan and Harry's wedding, but he went to uh, William and Kate's. And in 2012, during the Queen's Diamond Jubilee, he was there for the luncheon because that's his godmother. And also she had all the sovereign monarchs of the world over. Um, so I was panicked. They were trying to prepare me for what it would be like in the meeting. They told me my clothes were okay, but maybe I should change if I had time. Um, (laughs) I was like, maybe just a closed toad thing. And I was freaking out and he was like, you'll have tea and they'll bring you little chocolates and the chocolates will be in the shape of crowns, the (gasps) crown of Serbia. I know. Um, I was freaking out. I was texting Lisa. And of course it was much earlier here in New York. Um, and then finally after all this, like 30 minutes later, they call and they say, no, he won't have any time today in his schedule on two hours notice for Caitlin Menza to come and have a meeting. (laughs) But they gave me his secretary's email address. And so I emailed, I just got back and I emailed him this morning and they said they will pass the message on to him. So I'm corresponding with a member of the royal family. No big deal. (laughs) And also,
0: (laughs) Caitlin, you told me, that you used like HRH in the email and stuff. Yes. So I, how do
1: you write an email that will maybe go to a royal family member, like potential king? Um, I mean, again, his story is really complicated because he's the crown prince of Yugoslavia and Yugoslavia doesn't exist anymore. So he's in this fascinating position where he's set to inherit a kingdom that no longer exists and he's a monarch without a country. Wow. I know. Same. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I, I sent the email this morning and it took me like an hour to write because I wanted to be as careful as possible. But I just put HRH for every single mention of him in the third person. Like, if HRH would care to respond to this email, then I would appreciate HRH's response. Like, it was just so stiff, but I hope it, I'd rather be too stiff than too casual. So,
0: well, we've had like. Months and months of this podcast for you to prepare. <laughs> so I feel like this podcast has helped you write that email,
1: and I'm so happy for you in that I know. email. Thank and I, you. I hope you replies. I hope that yet more royal royals around the world, when I'm traveling, will just be like, "Oh my god, Caitlin's in town. Haul her in. We want to have lunch. Maybe I should go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, go somewhere. See what happens. Because they dropped everything when they heard I had a royals podcast. So yay, Serbia! It was really amazing. And if his Royal Highness emails me back to my Gmail, um, <laughs> <laughs> then I will share it here. Well, I actually said to him, I asked him a question uh, that I won't share yet. But I said, if he wants to respond to me privately, that would be wonderful. If he would allow me permission to share the email on my podcast, I would also appreciate that. But I, won't, I don't want to make him uncomfortable. I don't know. Like, oh What do you God.
0: say? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so like, I'm so ready for us to have real royalty on our podcast. I know.
1: I feel like we've gotten pretty close. Well, when I was potentially going to the palace, um, Lisa was texting me and was like, you know, of course you should record an interview on your iPhone and then we can play it on the podcast (laughs) and stuff. So I was like, do I have enough battery power? Like, I need a better recording app because I think that the voice moment thing is like crap. And it was, it was honestly a very tense 40 minutes of my life. I know. And I was working from home that day.
0: So I was just sitting on my couch having like, a, I mean, I was writing about stuff because I was working. But I was just kind of like relaxed. I'm like, whoa, Caitlin's freaking out. Oh, it <laughs> the usual. Um, <laughs> and we were both like, wow, we are
1: proud of this podcast getting international recognition. Seriously,
0: that's so exciting. And I really hope that he replies. I
1: hope so, too. And I hope I can share it more. But in the meantime, go research the Crown Prince Alexander of Yugoslavia. Really interesting life that one's had. And he's like buddies almost as if he's I mean, he literally is cousins with a lot of the british royals but he and charles like grew up together they're the same age and seem like buddies so mm-hmm. it's really cute so anyway cool. so that's the uh the fun adventures i'm having but uh we could potentially oh we have a a reader email, Shall a reader we email. That? yes and the subject is
0: eugenie wedding yes uh hey ladies i recently read an article regarding princess eugenie's wedding being costly evidently the public foots the bill and the British public not wanting another big wedding after Harry and Meghan's. Not to mention, she is using the same carriage as Harry and Meghan, as well as the route they took after the wedding, etc. As the wedding is fast approaching, I was wondering if you had any insight into this, or some sleuthing in regards to it being true.
1: Thanks for being so great. Carmen. Yes. So we haven't sleuthed yet. We just got this email, but we will set out to sleuthing. Yes. I have some minor opinions in the first place. Not, I don't know much about um, how the British public are responding. I wouldn't be surprised. There's always some monarchators, right? Anti-monarchists? Anti, yeah, anti-monarchists. There's always a bit of that, and I understand that. Um, and I do think it's super interesting that they're going, you know, that Eugenie and... James, right? It's James. Jack. Jack. Jack Brooksbank will be doing so much, so many things that are the exact same as Harry and Meghan's. Okay. That wouldn't be my choice. But remember, like I said, it's
0: just like having Taylor Swift as your
1: bridesmaid. Like you <laughs> yeah. have to be very confident. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting choice. Um, but I do think that a lot of the these this generation of Brits are really they love the Windsor Castle. Mm-hmm. So I understand that they would be attached to that. And maybe she dreamed, you know, maybe she's dreamed of getting married at Windsor Castle her whole life yeah you know so I understand if she would choose it it is really beautiful as we all well know now mm-hmm. um so we'll, we'll look into this we'll investigate a bit more about the wedding being too costly or people being up in arms about that um but otherwise I am intrigued about some of you choices so far
0: yeah especially because the wedding is coming up on the 12th of October which is so soon three which is, weeks
1: it, remember when we were like bracing ourselves for may 19th we were like oh my god may 19th is it's coming so up so in- bizarre yes. and we were like oh and when it was over we had this like letdown we were like well there's always october 12th but here comes october 12th where does the time go and this is a perfect segue yes. into
0: this week in royal history
1: and now this week in royal history
0: this time last year on september 25th 2017 Prince Harry and Meghan Markle had their first official appearance together at the Invictus Games. A year? That's insane. So much has happened. I can't believe it's only been
1: a year yes so this like sort of now iconic photo of her in the white button down like the oversized white button down tucked into jeans with the ripped knee like it now that we've seen so much of her and know so much about her it's actually even more amazing to me looking back at this photo that her debut was in ripped jeans yeah she would never now you <laughs> know so it's just looking at the photos and the fact that they were holding hands and um her they had, cool little sunglasses you and know it was
0: just it was less than a year before they announced the relationship with like the love shield when Harry was like, Hey, leave my girlfriend alone. And like the first time they were really spotted out together was as we learned around Halloween.
1: Yes. So, like in 2016, right? Was it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, like, they hadn't really been, like, it hadn't been known that they were dating for more than a year at that point. Like, yeah. So, like, it was all still pretty new, but like he was holding her hand. They weren't engaged.
1: It was, everyone was like,
0: This means like an engagement is happening immediately. Yes. And it did.
1: And it did. Um, Yeah. It's just, Wow. In one year, she, you know, got engaged, got married in front of the entire planet, had her family drag her through the mud, uh, left suits, moved across the pond, had to give up one of her dogs. And also, I guess, ripped jeans. Yeah. <laughs> maybe learned a British accent by accident. It happens. Maybe picked up dog poop. Maybe picked up dog poop. Maybe got impregnated. IDK. Who knows? It's That's a big year.
0: Yeah. 36 and 37 has been good for Meghan Markle. It's really crazy and really great for us. Oh, yeah. We've been having a great year, too. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you just heard, but
1: one of us almost met a prince. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just wow. So Meghan Markle has changed so many lives, especially ours. Yes. But it's crazy to think it's only been a year since they were even telling people they were together. And now on a day like now, September 25th, 2018, she had... A solo event tonight her first solo event
0: yes so the downside to us recording a couple days early was that we, we were like no one's gonna notice because it's fine you know like we were kind of used to the royals in the summer where there wasn't that much stuff yeah. happening no it happened to be like <laughs> the week of megan yes
1: they're doing so she's been doing so much so this is now yeah so it's a couple of days old now but we haven't even discussed the cookbook y'all we yes. have to start there so
0: As we speak, Caitlin and I are looking at the cookbook. It's honestly beautiful. Luckily, working in media means that you can get an early copy. So I got a copy like pretty much as soon as she announced it. But it's it's truly gorgeous. Like the pictures are amazing. The recipes are amazing. I I told myself, I'm like, I'm going to cook these for my boyfriend. And I have not. But (laughs) one day. But Megan makes it seem so easy. (laughs) Yeah. But like, so it's this really, really beautiful um, idea even. And it's. Okay, actually, before we even go into it, I think this is the perfect project for Megan because I was kind of wondering how she was going to use her experience as, like, an influencer and a lifestyle blogger and, you know, like, someone who did charity work for women. But, like, she didn't really have one specific thing she was interested in. So it's really fascinating to me that she used her passion for
1: food and kind of, like, lifestyle – to create this cookbook. Yes, it really is I think a perfect like Venn diagram of all the Megan Markle interests. Yeah. So it's called Together and it uh
0: benefits people affected from the Grenfell Tower fire in London, yes. which is I'm sure you guys already know about it, like a devastating fire in which many people were killed and there was a hub community kitchen. It's kind of like an area where a bunch of women were uh cooking for their families because their homes were either destroyed or they just didn't have access to the sort of supplies that they used to. So they would just cook in this place. Yes. And Megan found it um, back in January before she was even officially royal. And so she started going there quite often and then came up with the idea for this cookbook. And it's just this gorgeous, gorgeous book with like recipes from all over the world, like a lot of different places in the Middle East and Africa. And they range from like spiced lamb to a great guacamole dip that Megan says that she uses or she makes regularly and she wrote this forward and I I mean I read it as a writer and I was like, "Hmm, I'm going to see if this sounds like something a ghostwriter did." <laughs> and I'm sure she worked with an editor, but it sounds like Megan's voice. Yes, I think she's, so too. Yeah, it sounds like her and it's just such a phenomenal thing and what's more is no one knew it was happening. So Back when she was talking at the Heads Together event, where she wore the Jason Wu dress, where it was mm-hmm. like her and Kate. And Kate Like was all pregnant. four of them. Yeah. Yes. And she was talking about some like project she was working on that she was so excited about. This must have been it.
1: Yeah. It's really it's just beautiful. And she talks about how the recipes are from uh, women who have roots in Uganda, Iraq. Morocco, India, Russia, and at least 10 other countries um, and how the kitchen buzzes with women of all ages and how comfortable she felt there. And then she writes about how important money was to her. Um, And so she says, um, for example, we've all had that experience where you have a bite of food, close your eyes and taste, remember, and even feel the first time you enjoyed it. There's a good reason that chicken soup is often credited with healing, not just a cold, but the soul. There's something quintessentially restorative about a taste of something meaningful. I immediately felt connected to this community kitchen. It's a place for women to laugh, grieve, cry, and cook together. Um, it's so beautiful and so the cookbook benefits uh, the women of the hub community kitchen and, Hensington Palace also released a trailer to go along with the project. Yes, So it, it was sort of like a zero to 100 project because if you didn't know about it and none of like the media didn't know about it, um, all of a sudden here's like a perfectly edited trailer and the book comes out like days later. Um, and so in the trailer, it's really focused on the women of the kitchen and you see them cooking. And every once in a while, you see Megan in the background um, and Megan is doing the voiceover. And again, you're just struck by how how good she is, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she's so professional and calm, and she delivers this sort of voiceover perfectly because that is her job at the end of the day. And she knew how to do that. And then a couple of days after that announcement, so I re- I really recommend watching the trailer for the book, if you can call it a trailer. They probably wouldn't call it a trailer, but I think that's they basically call it book trailers. Okay, that's basically what it is to me. Um, and then a couple of days later, um, she had an event to launch the cookbook with her mother, Doria, and with Prince Harry by her side. Yes. And then she gave a speech for
0: three minutes. She didn't have any notes in front of her. She didn't say, um, or like, but she (laughs) sounded so natural. Which we cannot relate to. Yeah, no, as we know from our reviews. But (laughs) (laughs) no, she just sounded so natural. Like, I know she's an actress and she can memorize lines, but three minutes just speaking from the heart. Yes. And she said things like, oh, I can see that you guys have already started and I'm the last one to like let food get cold, so please continue. And yes. she just sounded so warm and so like her, but then also so confident, put together. And Harry was there, but he didn't speak publicly at all. Yes. I mean, he acted like a little
1: rascal. <laughs> well, so actually first, um, as obsessed as we are in general and as excited as we sound when talking about Megan's performance at this event, the only person who was more excited than Lisa and I was Prince Harry. Yes. So this was like one of my all-time favorite. Prince Harry moments now was how adorable he was at this event. So while she was speaking, um, photographers captured Harry like watching her. And of course, he has all this. He's just like radiating with love and he's staring at his wife. It's like stars
0: are coming from his eyes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He has Kira Kira all over his face. Just like hearts are popping out of his ears. And then the cutest moment is at one point he just like pulls his hands up in like just this like rapt joy. You -hmm. know, I compared it on Twitter, not that I was the only person to do this but he did this sort of hand gesture um, of like pure euphoria that is extremely similar to what prince george did when he was in the helicopter in germany yes like this is the happiest a prison could possibly be you can't even help yourself but clasp your hands together with joy like you're a little kid on christmas morning
0: he was so happy and then there are lots of cute moments between the two of them there so like the focus was definitely megan he was just there as like the plus one supporting her which was very sweet but like she was the focal point she was leading the show but like he did little things like he was um captured on video like grabbing a samosa and like kind of holding it behind his back trying to hide it from yes. everybody <laughs> and then like you can clearly see it behind him and he's just kind of like looking really
1: like he looked guilty yes cause, like a little boy like he just like it looks like they're leaving the event and he just like runs over and sneaks one more samosa in a napkin and like goes to put it in his pocket like a, like you're 35 but th- 35 and you're hiding for thirty four. your block I'll look it up yeah um, um but yeah it is it was really cute there also I watched a montage on social media where he um, he like they had a lot of very PDA moments at this event again because he couldn't help himself because he's so in love like he at one point her hair they were outside and her hair blows all around and he comes from behind and just like like sort of captures her flying curls and smooths them into a ponytail down her back Mm -hmm. and then at another point she's chatting with one of the ladies and he comes um, from behind her and puts his chin on her shoulder like oh what's going on over here guys
0: It's it's so cute they're so cute together and her mom looked amazing she was wearing this like perfect outfit that was like tan on tan on tan it was like so autumn and like um yes, like with the so nice chic. like pashmina or shawl i'm not really sure what the difference is but it was like one of those things and <laughs> i was like damn i couldn't wear that because i would look so washed out in it but like i was like i want to dress like doria like she looked like she belonged in a nancy myers film yeah that's
1: actually that's an exactly correct reference um, Yeah, you were right i found it he is 34 he just turned 34 i think i forget because of course she's older yeah sexy um More sophisticated yeah so we and also her outfit was great as well she yeah. wore like um a f- the kind of skirt that i love and i've yet to find a good one so if any of the row rows have any recommendations for a good like midi length black pleated skirt mm-hmm. i just never find a good one but it's i just think those are so like feminine and classy and they look so nice for work um black pleated skirt a black bodysuit, actually. Was it a bodysuit? It was a bodysuit, oh. sleeveless. And then over that, she wore this unbelievably beautiful Smythe, right? Is that that's how you yes. said that? A beautiful Smythe coat that was this like... From Canada.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I follow them on Instagram. You guys should all follow them because... I first heard about them, not because I'm Canadian, but because of when Kate did her Canada tour right after the royal wedding ah. back then, the other royal wedding. Yes. And she wore Smythe coats and I'm like, these are so nice.
1: They're so beautiful. I loved that coat. It's a cerulean, if
0: I may. And also
1: must say, Jessica
0: Mulroney is obsessed with Smythe and they often repost each other. Oh,
1: interesting. So so you can see it all coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Megan had like wavy hair, which I really love her hair like that. the Sort of like beachy waves it seem easy and relaxed but obviously take a huge amount of time. Well after that, she's
0: done two events since then. Yes. One with Prince Harry. It was an athletic event at a charity yes, called... They, we're looking for it. They played netball. That's
1: what I really... That's... They played netball. It's called Something Core. They were playing netball to support Coach Core, which is an organization started by the Royal Foundation. Coach Core helps young people establish a career if they don't have steady access to education, employment or training. So it brings together all of these professional sports clubs and local businesses to help people create opportunities in their communities. So they played this was the Coach Core Awards and so they met with 60 coaches while they were there who were guarding, who were graduating apprentices through the program.
0: I think it's really impressive that I remembered Core was in the name. (laughs) It was Coach Core.
1: I was like, the Core
0: thing. The Core thing. The sports core. Because it affects your core. A year ago, we were seeing her with her ripped jeans at the Invictus Games, and now she's like leading her own royal events. It's really impressive.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And she's doing such a good job. And I, I, I don't know that I should feel pride, but pride is what I feel. <laughs> I know. I'm like my daughter, who is older than me and more successful
0: and more yeah. wealthy and more beautiful and yes. everything. I'm like, I'm so proud of my child that I
1: raised, <laughs> who I've known about for two years. I'm proud that the American girl is doing such a great job over there, is really what it comes down to. Yes. Um, all that aside, she's doing really great professional things. Um, she's making great choices, but also, she went out partying with Prince Harry. <laughs> yes so last weekend (laughs) she and prince
0: harry who love soho house more than they love a lot of things yeah they because like that's where they had their first date um i've You know, because all I do in my free time is, like, watch videos of Megan. So, like, there was something where she did, like, a video about all her favorite spots in Toronto back when she was on Suits. And she's like, Soho House is TIG Central. So, she's like, and then her best friend, other than Jessica, is Marcus Anderson, who is a consultant for Soho House. And who people used to think was, like, maybe her connection to Harry. Interesting. But then they realized it was a woman and probably that girl Violet from Ralph Lauren. But then uh their halloween spotting in october 2016 was at a soho house halloween party yeah so they have such a big connection to soho house she probably had her hen party which is like the bachelorette weekend at the soho farmhouse they frequent there often so all this is to say they love the soho house and soho house which is this members only club that i've gone to the new york branch uh just when like one of my friends bands played and like he put me on the list but it's just like very fancy people go there
1: yeah yeah it's like a social club slash workspace um slash for, hotel slash hotel for slash pool rich and fancy people um there's an episode of sex in the city where samantha uses the pool there and makes up a fake you know steals someone's identity to use their membership because she can't get in oh yeah and she has a british accent she has in a it. british accent and that was like 2001 so Soho House has been really cool for like 17 years now um but so yeah they met there and so this of this event um that they were at this past weekend they there was an soho house opening in amsterdam so there was like three days of parties and they just like made time in their busy schedule of launching cookbooks and going to arts exhibits to party in amsterdam
0: it's just it's kind of like okay Megan is a royal now, but she's still an influencer. Yeah, she still loves an opening. But my favorite fact about that weekend is that Stanley Tucci was also there. Really? Yeah, like there was a bunch of celebrities, mostly kind of like people that aren't really as famous over here. But like Jenna Coleman, who was in that show, um, Victoria, which airs on PBS here. Um, yeah. Uh, but and also was briefly linked to Prince Harry. Like she was there. Yeah. Douglas
1: so, Booth, who I think was in her. Our- was an actor who was in a romeo and juliet movie with beautiful face perfect lips yeah perfect lips he was in a movie romeo and juliet adaptation with hailey steinfeld that went nowhere and eddie redmayne who i watched weep who at went very to, close range in les mis
0: and went to Eton with um prince harry i mean oh. william at the same time as william oh interesting yeah wow so All famous british people know each other yes so anyway, like, I don't know. I just think it's funny. Like, they, they s- are so busy, but they
1: made time for the Soho house. Yeah. It's just, you know, her life is fun. <laughs> just like a reminder. It's yeah. not all horror with her family and, like, pressure from the queen to wear stockings. She also gets to influence really amazing causes and still party with her hot husband on the weekends. He's so It's fun. Um, So, okay, we'll give uh, Megan a break for this week because, my God, it's... Busy week. It's a busy week. It's a busy time. And so while those two were partying, you know, with some British celebrities... And Stanley Tucci. And Stanley Tucci. uh, The Cambridges were outside, finally, and attending a wedding. But we'll talk about that right after the break. Oh, my God, you did such a good
0: job, Caitlin. (laughs) Guys, remember that app we were talking about at the beginning, Wave? Yeah. Yeah, I do. W-E-Y-V Well, just a reminder Listeners
1: of Royally Obsessed Can try Wave for free Yes, and so all you have to do Is sign up at wave.com dot com, And enter promo code Royal Download Wave From the App Store Or Google Play Sign in and enjoy Super easy Yeah And then again That's
0: dot com And promo code Royal And now Back to what we were saying And we're back <laughs>
1: That was our first break, so I hope everyone's really excited because we're so
0: excited about it.
1: I love throwing to commercial. Um, so Kate, William, George, and Charlotte, they all went to a wedding this weekend, and it was Kate Middleton's BFF, Sophie Carter. To Robert Snugs. Great. Just fantastic British names all. Good job. Um, I wonder if she and Robert Snuggs. Later, get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. You're kicked out of here. Um, so yeah, Sophie is one of, I believe, Charlotte's uh, godmothers because you know they each have like six godmothers and godfathers. You have so many. It's such a great way to like not have to have any fights with your friends or family. Like you're mm-hmm. not choosing one over the other. You're like all six of you are godmothers. The end. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean Sophie isn't special. You are special, Sophie. Um. So she had she got married this weekend in Norfolk, and she had them all. And so Prince George was a page boy again and he he was photographed and it looked like he was being a toy soldier or or like doing the robot I can't really tell I think it was a toy soldier yeah he was in a white top with like blue you know (laughs) britches basically and little white loafers the white loafers were weird the white loafers are such a funny thing to put a five-year-old in but i get it because if you're gonna make a kid dress up like why not just go whole hog but yes (laughs) he's he's shown doing a sort of like stiff little march raising his knees so he does look like a toy soldier and he looks super cute and of course like all eyes go to him and this event had so many photos of them
0: outside so many and the rollout was kind of slow like first people reported that it happened and then people had these exclusive photos and then daily mail had exclusive photos. It was like, I don't know, like how'd you get these exclusives? Yeah. I mean, I think about that sometimes, like, was it that maybe people knew this wedding was happening and then they came up with a deal with the palace where they're like, Hey, we know this is happening. We'll keep it secret as long as
1: we can get like an exclusive. Yeah. There was some shadiness around the photos, but, um, yeah, because it is a private person's, a a private citizen's event. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, Sophie knows what she's getting into when she invites the Cambridges to her wedding and invites the kids to be part of the ceremony, but um, they do, you know, the British paparazzi are asked to be respectful of them. So it was an interesting rollout, but that's, but so as a re like as a fan, it was an, a fun weekend because more and more and more photos kept coming, and so now all yeah. those royals accounts that I follow are like, "Look at this new funny face that George is making," or like, "Look at this thing where where Charlotte's looking directly at the camera and grimacing like she's Jim Halpert." It's like really, a, it was a fun array of photos. I thought yes, and
0: Charlotte was a bridesmaid again, and she looked so cute because she didn't really look that happy. No, she was.
1: Not that she
0: wasn't that impressed. Like, at one point, Kate was holding her up, and Charlotte looked like she was pouting, and she just wasn't so pleased. But I love seeing pictures of her. I really just like seeing her face develop. I know that sounds weird, but like, you know, her expressions just keep on getting like.
1: Or, like, her uh, features come like become more and more defined. Well, she's she's more and more of a person every single time we see her. And it, it's, you know, fun to watch. Because, you know, of course, we don't see these kids for months. And then you're like, wow, look at you. You're like a little grown-up girl. And yes. same thing with George. I mean, talk about creepy. I, when those photos appeared, I messaged Lisa. And I was like, oh, he got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he looks like a boy on the first day of school. Like, he has, like, a really, like, a little trim haircut. It's really cute.
0: And Kate wore, um coat dress again but it wasn't the
1: alexander mcqueen one that she wears all the time it was it's really hard to tell but it is different it's one that she has worn in the past um i believe on the royal tour of germany and it's one of the her favorite british designers and what was really interesting like the sort of typical like sort of stiff kate look um and she the really wacky thing was she wore this gigantic headband
0: which she did um for was it the louis christening
1: Something like that.
0: Yeah. She's like super a few, into a few. She's done a few. She's I, into super big headbands now instead of like the Fascinator. So this was a big one with like giant blue flowers that matched her blue Kiki McDonough necklace. <laughs> and, yes, she always
1: wears that one.
0: in her Catherine Walker coat dress. I'm looking at Instagram right now. It's if you okay. Can't tell. We, we forgive you. In her um, giant floral headband was by Juliet Botterill. Excellent.
1: Um, so. I, I can't say that it's my favorite thing, this, like, headband situation. And the really crazy thing is Sophie Carter, the bride, also wore, like, a hatband that she looked beautiful. I loved the dress in particular. And I liked the, like, sort of low updo that she had. But this hatband was kooky. It's very 80s. And it was sort of like a, a flight attendant's hat. Mm-hmm. But, like, in, cr- in bridal cream color. So I'm not going to lie. When
0: i was in college which was ages a long time ago i was obsessed with gossip girl and i wore headbands Mm -hmm. all the time just like blair waldorf and even when i first moved to new york i think i was still rocking some headbands it took me a little too long to get rid of the headbands but (laughs) i'm like very glad that the headbands are behind me yeah just like you're happy that like the skinny belts are behind you yeah you know like we're not going to revisit those times but like is Kate trying to bring them back? Because I really just can't deal with headbands again.
1: I want. I do wonder if it's like she's sort of over getting blowouts every, f- like three times a day. Every time she goes outside, and she's oh. like throwing a headband, and it. I don't know. It well, for, it forgives a lot.
0: Well, I mean, as the, like the mother of three kids that are very young, yeah. that would make a lot of sense. Yeah,
1: just like put a headband on it. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite look. I but I do enjoy some pizzazz with outfits. I need something to talk about. We need something to talk about. So at mm-hmm. least she's giving if she's going to give me another boring coat dress. I'm sorry, Kate. That we've seen her in before, that we've that is a rewear, then throw a wacky headband on that probably required so many pins, and I'll take that. I'll accept that. Also, the blue of her dress matched perfectly with the blue of the the young kids that were in the bridal party Mm -hmm. so that was like a nice look that is nice it's sort of like when she was in pippa's wedding and she wore like that sort of taupe and it matched both of her kids in the bridal party as well very interesting it almost makes her like a grown-up bridesmaid but not really oh i don't know i don't understand it it doesn't seem accidental though nothing kate middleton does is accidental we know that for sure i know that so we got this like really pretty sort of bold periwinkle shade and that's what her kids were wearing as well it also makes for really nice photos it's just what strikes me is that we've seen so now we've seen prince george and princess charlotte act as little page boys and bridesmaids three times so far mm-hmm. i just i want it to keep going as they get older i want every royal friend or hanger-on of megan and harry and kate and William to employ these kids in their (laughs) wedding because I just can't wait till they grow up. And then we have endless slideshows of all the times they were dressed as tiny page boys and tiny bridesmaids. That will be amazing. And
0: also, so Megan announced her cookbook and that was like the focus last week. But Kate also announced her solo project. She um, is launching a campaign to help children failed by Broken Britain. Um, She... She believes the right support from birth can help disadvantaged youngsters reach their potential. She's bringing together experts from academia, education, health, and other fields to work on how to help families tackle antisocial behavior, addiction, and mental health. So, I mean, I just read... It's like from the Daily Mail. so
1: No, but it goes to show it was sort of like all this attention was on Megan last week and with her own solo projects and her first solo event um, and speaking at an event instead of Harry and Kate Middleton is sort of piping up to say, hey, don't forget about me. I have special projects myself. Like, look at this. I'm not going to talk about it, but here's the statement. Yeah, exactly. Um, Also, as you guys might recall, I've made no appearances from Kate Middleton my low every week for the Mm -hmm. last few because I'm really sad about it. But this goes to show that She's, of course, taking on new projects while on maternity leave, and she's at this wedding, and she's on her way back, guys. Yes. Yeah, I'm happy about it.
0: Yes, I'm happy too. But the Queen has a new documentary coming out uh, called Queen of the World. It premiered in the UK on Tuesday, but in the US, it's not going to play until October 1st. So we have not seen the full thing yet, no. but we have
1: seen some clips. Yes, yes. So, the cutest clip for me, what we've seen so far, is Megan. There's a scene of Megan reseeing her wedding dress, which, as we know, will be on display at Windsor Castle soon. Um, and she reveals for the first time like, first of all, it's just lovely to see her see the dress and her eyes sort of light up when she sees it on a mannequin. Um, and then she reveals something new for the first time, which is first of all, she looks unbelievably radiant in this clip but she reveals that um inside the dress her something blue she sewed a small chunk of fabric from the dress she wore on her first date to harry with harry so basically now i'm just gonna be googling megan markle blue dress for
0: like Totes. the next like
1: year as i try to figure out what dress she may have worn on her first date so that was really cute that was brand new information for us and and also that the the flowers on her veil all the flowers that were from the 53 countries in the commonwealth that that was a surprise to him as well that she did that for her veil so if you're listening in the uk please let us know how
0: the documentary is and meanwhile we'll try to figure out how to like find it for free online otherwise we'll just watch it
1: on hbo if i can wait yeah
0: Before we adjourn the royal pod, we have some highs and lows. It's time for the royal highs and lows. So I'm just going to start with myself because I'm selfish. So (laughs) my high is that Prince Harry had a birthday recently. My low is that... We missed it. Yeah, I don't know how
1: this happened. We talked about a very depressing. Yeah, we had like a World War II moment and we missed Harry, so... Yeah, sorry, Harry. His birthday was September 15th, 1984. It remains September 15th, 1984. We didn't celebrate it on September 15th a couple days ago. Sorry, Harry, you're 34. We're so happy for you. We're so so happy you exist. Yeah, and Caitlin, what's your high? So my high is that um, we had the first ever British royal get gay married... There might be a better way to phrase that, but a, um, a gay gentleman in the British royal family got married recently, and of course that's impossible to have imagined even five years ago. Yes, yeah, And so it's amazing. So um, Lord Ivar Mountbatten, who's the Queen's third cousin once removed, and his partner, James Coyle, who's an airline cap and services director, which is very fun. They yes. met at an alpine resort in Switzerland, which I adore. And they finally got married. Um, well, as he said, as Lord Ivar said, an amazing day despite the miserable British weather. Um, it's just amazing and they they have daughters, 22 year old Ella 20 year old Alex and 16 year old Lulie, who were all there to support them and it's just really amazing that I just, wow it's a third cousin of Queen Elizabeth II, but it still counts and it's still just magical and I'm excited yes. that, wow that's a lot of progress for the British royals in one year, <laughs> let's just say that, so that's my high um, my low, I have nothing to be low about
0: well, my low is that Buckingham Palace is apparently selling, um, like a cheap forty dollar knockoff of Meghan's engagement oh, God. ring. Yeah, that's a good like,
1: one. It's like super tacky. Of all the things from them, like they're so careful in every other respect, and they're like buy this knockoff. But yeah, it's an interesting choice, and I don't get it. Yes, I don't get it.
0: Well, you guys can drop us an email at info@gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the royals. Because um, we will look into them eventually. Yes, we will. I'm
1: working on the Eugenie thing.
0: <laughs> yes. And please remember to su- subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Here is a real review um, from TK Clark 0 Okay. So I listened to the podcast on Spotify and loved it so much that I moved to Apple Podcasts to write a review. I love this podcast. I would say I'm a secret Royals fan. None of my friends care about the Royals. The podcast feels like it's just the three of us at lunch talking about the Royals. I listen to a lot of Royal podcasts. This one stands out because they have other jobs and are true fans <laughs> of the Royals. <laughs> <laughs> and are true fans of the Royals and the- that fandom comes through. If you want a podcast on the histories of the Royals, I recommend going to the BBC or History Channel. If you want a fun, charming passionate podcast this is for you keep keep killing it girls i love that it is
1: like you are having lunch with us tk clark 00 i like that so much i know like that's just how we feel like we love this i am sad to hear that so many roros f- don't have friends who want to talk about the british royals i'm glad because it leads you to us but what, what kind of friends do you guys have? <laughs> you need new ones. You need new ones. No, it's okay. Just be our friend. It's fine.
0: <laughs> We're all friends. Um, but anyway, you guys can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Lisa Raya, Lisa Ryan, <laughs> which is my name at Lisa Raya which is my
1: handle on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at the cut one day when we have more time I want to know why you chopped off the end but we'll come back because to it that. was taken <laughs> and you can follow me Caitlin at Hey K Menz H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at
0: CaitlinMenza.com and until next week God save the pod there's so many Lisa Ryans, so like Lisa Ryan was taken
1: oh, yeah. we didn't want to like add a number like.
0: <laughs> her majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode